Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I, myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know we got to drop that new heat for the end of the show is out. Today, got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Los Angeles, California. Got my man Jared Williams on the phone lines. How you doing, Jared? Good, man. How you doing? I am blessed, brother. Blessed. Thank you for jumping on the bandwagon today. No problem at all. My man, I had a chance to check out that new single, Reckless. We're going to talk about it uh, a little later on in the show. I'll let you introduce it. And then at some point in the show, I want to give you some feedback, what I thought about the record, just as a fan of music, all right? Okay, for sure. All right, first and foremost, though, let's get started. For all my listeners, find out a little more about Jerry Williams. Now, are you originally from Los Angeles, California? No, I'm actually um, born in South Africa, and I lived in Australia uh, throughout my childhood, and I just recently moved to Los Angeles, so I'm okay. fresh. Definitely hear, I definitely hear the Australian uh, vibes and accent in there. Um, I definitely wanted our listeners to know that you were born uh, South Africa so that they knew your roots um, uh, and that you did uh, pretty much travel and uh, just moved to Los Angeles. So now being in the States, um, talk a little bit about that transition. Um, coming from the your you know your 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 homeland um, and then into the states, what that look yeah, like? Absolutely. I mean, um, Australia is way different to America in a lot of ways, just because um, we're a lot more laid back and kind of chill about everything. Whereas when you come to America, it's like super go get and 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 aggressive. So it's a bit of a culture shock when you first get here, mm-hmm. um, because you have to kind of adjust from being laid back and. Um, thinking you have all the time in the world to kind of be on like go mode, like from the, the moment you open your eyes. Right. So, but but I love I love being in the states. I mean, it's it's awesome. You know, it's an amazing vibe. Um, and and it seems like Americans love Australians. So you know, that's a bonus for me. 
<laughs> Whatever works, right? Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. Now, talk to us a little bit now um, about the music aspect. What got you involved in music? How long have you been doing music? Yeah, yes, yeah, so I, I actually started when I was about eight. Uh, my my grand my granddad um, actually just asked me to sing happy birthday for him um, um, in a, at a family gathering. And at the time, I didn't actually know I could sing. And after after I sang um, happy birthday, they were like pretty shocked and, and were like, "Oh man, you need to pursue that because um, you know he thought I could um, make make a good living out of it." So ever since then, I, I started singing, and then I kind of, you know, got a little better, and then I started um, doing, like, little shows and weddings and stuff like that at around 11, 12 years old. And then it was more so, like, at 14, between 14 and 16, when I started taking it more seriously because people were, like, promoters were sneaking me in the back doors of clubs just to go pro uh, perform at, like, the, the events at nightclubs and stuff like that. So it's kind of been like a lifelong journey for me, which has been a blessing. So it seems like you pretty much embraced it at this point. Absolutely, absolutely. It's part of it's part of who I am. Now, transitioning right now, moving forward, let's talk a little bit about the new single, Reckless. Uh, what was the purpose of this record? Well, we were we were at the, at the time, um, me and my. Uh, my, my friend who actually helped me write the song, we were in lockdown and in Australia. And I'm not sure if you heard about the lockdowns in Australia. They were pretty intense. We couldn't actually like leave our house right. at all. Um, so we were, we were bored and we were just writing and we were just like, you know, we were drinking and talking a bit of uh, smack, you know, to each other, laughing and just, and then we just started writing a, um, a song. And it came out as reckless. Um, and the reason why we were doing that is just because it's like during lockdowns, like I felt like a lot of people were just tempted to kind of <laughs> tempted to kind of do things they weren't weren't supposed to do, you know. And just the temptation of like um, you know beautiful women, you know, testing testing your metal all the time um, <laughs> can be quite enticing. So right, yeah, it kind of kind of escalated from that okay now what would you say is the feelings or emotions you wanted the listener to have it's like it's like that longing but then it's also like a bit of guilt it's a little a little bit of like um that adrenaline rush when you know you shouldn't be doing something but you want to do it that that kind of vibe of like not getting caught but getting caught at the same time and it's also like you've got a good girl at home, you know. So it's like that that battle. It's almost like that angel and demon battle that you have to you have to face. Like, do you do this one night stand, or do you keep your good girl at home and have a happy life? Okay. Now, to what do you attribute your sound to? You have a very unique sound overall. What do you attribute that to? Um. Well, I I, I was raised like on. R&B and soul, like, when I was um, growing up in my youth, from my parents, you know, they, they used to listen to Stevie Wonder and Luther Van Ross and Donny Hathaway and all those, okay. those cats. So I kind of just, at, at the start of my musical journey, I kind of 
emulated them a little bit. And then, obviously, once I got into my own, I just started, you know, finding my own voice and incorporating what I learned from from the artists that I've, I listened to growing up. Now, talk to us a little bit. What was it like? What was that feeling like uh, in 2019, you know, that single, that slow down single, it earned you that gold and landing that top 20 hit? Don't complicate it. Let's talk about these things, these accomplishments for a moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 2019 was probably my best year in my career. Obviously, like you said, I got my gold record and it's because I got acknowledged um, for it, like in my home country of South Africa. Uh I had done like a, a international tour there. You know, I'd gone to every, every major city, and I was just performing that song. I was on TV, I was on billboards. It was an amazing experience. And then it was kind of, I was kind of on this massive high, you know. And I got my next, um, straight after my um, my gold record, I got a top twenty hit with Don't Complicate It. And then COVID hit, and I was just like, oh my god, like I was just on that, you know, on the runway to. I don't know. I don't know what it would have been, but it, it was it was an amazing feeling, um, especially knowing just all the hard work that I've put in over the years started paying off, and people were acknowledging it and appreciating my craft and stuff like that. That's it's the best feeling in the world. Right. Yeah. Now I bet I you know I wanted our listeners to get a chance to to hear you know an artist that has accomplished something um you know unfortunately covid did hit and as you said you didn't get to really ride that wave i guess as you would have expected um however i think that's still a great accomplishment something to add uh to your yeah. repertoire to your resume yeah absolutely absolutely it's still I, it's, I still got it to my name so i'm very proud of it it's sitting it's sitting nicely on my wall at home you know so it reminds me every time um that you know I've done some amazing things in my life thus far. Now, how would you say uh, your circle and the people around you are responding to the record? How's the community responding to the new release yeah, of Reckless? I'm getting quite, um, well, in regards to Reckless, yeah, I'm getting quite a good response. Um, my circle's pretty uh, pretty happy with it. Uh, I actually got one of my, my homeboys to do um, a verse on the remix, so... Um, that should be coming out um, in the next couple of weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. And um, yeah, uh, it, like I said, it just got released today, so the buzz is still building, and um, I'm getting all the messages and all the congratulations. So yeah, I'm just starting to ride the wave um, right now, but it's, it feels amazing. It's uh, a great follow up to that. Don't complicate it. Um, yeah, you know. Let's utilize that and piggyback off of that and, and push that reckless record to the to the next plateau, right? Absolutely. That's that's the goal. That's definitely the goal. It's kinda like my introduction my my introduction to um the American music market. So, you know, I'm mm -hmm. hoping it does um well. Okay. Now talk to us a, a little bit about that. how is it being from you know, another country as an R&B artist, uh, you know, pushing your music here in the States, you know, good and bad. Talk to us about the good and the bad. Um, the good, the good is that, um, I feel like R&B is a lot more appreciated in America compared to say Australia, which is very much like country and rock. So there's actually not a massive, um, 
a massive market for R&B, so to speak, in Australia. South Africa, South Africa has a good R&B market, but it's just nowhere near as big as America, just due to population and country size. But um, yeah, so that's why I say it's actually it's actually all positive um, at the moment with R&B coming with me coming to America, just because it's a bigger market that I get to uh, try and collect for my for my brand, right. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Talking to my man Jared Williams right now, uh, by way of South Africa and Australia, we'll say. We'll say born in South Africa by way of Australia. Uh now in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> now living in Los Angeles doing his thing. Got the new single Reckless once again. Um let me take some time to give you some feedback, like I said, of uh of what I thought of the yeah. record. Just just as a fan of the music and the culture, right? So um For sure. I thought it was a very strong sound overall. You have a very unique voice. Uh, I think it makes you want to dance and move. The record does. Uh, nice lyrics and writing on this one. Um, I like the sexy, erotic kind of vibe the record gives off. It also gives off kind of like an old school R&B vibe. I love that. You know, I'm an 80s baby, so you know that authentic R&B music. You kind of have that vibe in there. I, I got a lot of influences of like R&B, funk, and soul, plus like hip-hop and a little bit of blues even, just in hearing your music, right? So um, a lot of good things going on, a lot of uh, feel-good records. It's definitely a feel-good record. Um, I, I can listen to this record, and I think the listeners, as they hear it, they'll probably get lost like I did, in a good way, of course. Like, you kind of zone out almost in a trance with the record and become a part of the record if you just kind of listen to it. Um, But I can definitely hear this on the radio. I think it has a lot of potential for radio, um, as as well as other crossover uh, markets as well and mediums. I don't think it's limited to just radio, like hip-hop and Top 40. I think it has that crossover potential for other platforms, too. So a lot of good things oh, wow. going on with it, bro. Now, you talked a little bit about some of your uh, influences as far as your parents are concerned. What what are some of your musical influences? Some, who are some of the artists you're like listening to and kind of be, feeling moment, inspired by? Yeah, um, at the moment, like, I like Bruno Mars. Um, I like a bit of Chris Brown. Um, more so Chris Brown's older stuff. Um, not so much his new stuff at the moment. Uh, kind of like classic Chris Brown. Uh, you know, I, I like a bit of Sam Smith here and there. Uh, John Legend. Yeah, and then Drake, you know. Okay. Drake's a, you know, I've, I'm digging Drake's, Drake, Drake's stuff. Yeah, Drake is pretty much across the board. Yeah. Because he's kind of like that crossover artist too, you know. He, yeah. He's for the ladies, but he, then he spits real shit at the same time. Yeah, he definitely has carved out a nice little lane for himself. Yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah, he's, yeah that's it. <laughs> now, how, how do you prepare to record? What, what's a recording session look like with Jared Williams? Take us in the studio with you for a moment in a session. Okay, so normally if I know I've got a, a studio session, I wake up like maybe like three or four hours before, if it's in the morning, like three or four hours before I need to actually arrive at the session and, and do like some vocal warm-ups, warm up my voice, make sure I'm, you know, well hydrated and feeling feeling good because um, obviously your vocal cords need need to be um, lubricated, you know, so right. that you don't sound hoarse or, or you know, mm-hmm. or tired when, when recording. 
So I normally just kind of do um, like vocal exercises, have a good breakfast, and kind of just prepare, make sure I'm prepared like with the with the song. If it's a if it's a song that's been um, given to me, I make sure that I've I've practiced it. Or if it's a writing session and recording session, then I'm just make sure that I'm in a good frame of mind. Now, I'm sure there's some people that helped you along the way. You, you know, you, you sound like you're somebody that's kind of studied this. Um, you know, I'm hearing vocal exercises, things of that nature. You're a musician. Um, you're studying right. some great artists. Talk to me a little bit. Um, do you have any fears? I like to go to a personal place for a moment. Do you have any fears? Um, yeah. yeah, any fears like as you go on this journey, this musical mission, any fears from uh, performing to the recording side to not even completing your musical mission? Any fears? My fear would probably be is like, hmm, I'd say like, because I've put in so much work for this career, my fear would be not achieving the height that I'd like to achieve. Okay. Yeah. It's like I've achieved many things, but I've, I'm always that kind of person that expects more. Like, once I've achieved a, a milestone, then I'm already looking for the next milestone. Gotcha. The next, the next mountain to climb. And I feel like, I feel like if I don't get to where I want to get to, I think I'd feel like I failed mm. myself. Well, but I'm way too much of a perfectionist at times, I think, sometimes. Okay. Now, expand a little bit. Like, what, what, what do you see? What, what do you see for your future? What do you see for your career? What, what does Jared Williams want for his musical career? I would love to be a well-known, established artist um, worldwide. I think I've got the talent. I believe I've got the drive and the work ethic. Uh, I've proven it in my my own um, regions that I that I can do it, and I've done it independently. So I I haven't had the backing of a record label um, to to get me to those positions. I've actually done it off my own back, and knowing that I can do it by myself, having a record label or like um, having a record label backing would only, I feel, enhance my possibilities and what I could achieve. Now, let's talk a little bit about how you feel about the climate of today's music and artistry that you're hearing as an artist yourself, stepping outside of yourself as an artist and now looking as a fan, how, how are you feeling about the landscape of the music scene and the climate right now? Man, to be honest, like, I feel like the feeling has like left the music. Like there's a lot of music that like I listen to, like, I mean, the production's amazing. Like the, you know, like the, the talent's there, but it's like, just, you know, like back in the 90s when you heard like, like Jodeci sing or, or like Boys to Men or, or like any of those R&B cats sing, there was always that like, like that feeling like you'd be like, you know, you'd be enticed to listen to the song because it just made you feel and made you 
think of like a situation that happened in your life that you can relate to the song with. You know? mm-hmm. Whereas now, I, I just feel like that feelings disappeared. Mm. Good luck. And I feel okay. like I feel like people want that feeling back. You know, like people want to feel a song, like you know, like whether it be a chick singing or a dude singing or dude rapping, they want to feel like they want to feel it. They want to feel something. They want to relate what's going on in their lives to to the song that they're listening to. And I feel like if artists bring that back, I think, you know, music will definitely skyrocket again, especially in hip-hop and R&B. Talking to Jared Williams right now, got the new single, Reckless. Um, if you had to sell yourself to my listeners right now, who is Jared Williams? Why should they listen to the music? Why should they follow the movement? I mean, Jared Williams is a good guy. Jared Williams is a, um, you know, very talented, young, good-looking man, you know. <laughs> I had um, to throw that in there. He's, <laughs> he's from, you know, from Australia. He can sing his face off. And, you know, I'm the real deal. And you should take some time to get to know me. It is. It is a good ploy. Now, when it comes to releasing your music, what what are some of those top tier things that are like super important to you? I've t- like like I said earlier, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I make sure like I'm extremely happy with the record that I've I've made. Um, I don't just like releasing a record for no reason. So I, I take into precautions that I I'm connected to the record. I you know. My vocals sound good on the record. The production's um, done well, and like I said, I and I make sure that I'm, I'm I feel the record because when I perform it, I I want to give a, a honest performance. I don't want to kind of lie my way through um, a performance because I don't feel the record. Mm. Good point. You want to feel so connected, so in touch, so in tune with it that it bleeds out of you anyway. It's, it's easy. That's correct. You know, because at the end of the day, an artist, you know, a song for an artist is like a piece of your life they they sharing with the world. So, you know, you have to kind of give, give a bit of yourself into each song that you record. Right. So it's almost like you're telling people your life. And the experiences you go through. Now, I'm sure there's some people around you who deserve some acknowledgement for their help or support along the way. Uh, if you'd like to take this time to make some shout outs or mentions to some of those people. Absolutely. Uh, my right hand man who helped me with my, my records, um, Phil Ankitel, he's an Australian producer. He kind of um, helped me find my sound again when I. Uh, um, really started taking music seriously again in 2016 mm-hmm. and he's worked with me up until this point uh, my my young little brother i call him my little brother but he's um just a, a young friend of mine who's 18 who's done the remix for my um for reckless that's coming out in the next few weeks okay um he, he's done a banger job of a remix um so i want to thank them and, and just the couple of writers jordan Etienne and um, Bernie for helping me me write a great song. Now, 
how important is it the team around you? Since we took that time to make some shout outs and mentions to some people that have kind of helped you and, and played a role, um, how important is the team and the people around you as an artist? Man, you have to have a solid team around you, man. Like you can't do this alone. Like if you think you're gonna get um, get to where you want to get to alone, you're kidding yourself. It's just there's too much to do, and there's too much stuff that you need to make sure that you're protected from. Mm. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things. A lot of people uh, don't have like your best interests at heart all the time. So you have to kind of have a solid team that will tell you whether something's good, something's not good, just to make sure you continue to follow the right path that you're supposed to be on. Checks and balances. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely needed, um, especially in this type of industry. I try to tell artists that all the time. Like, yeah. you know, that, that team around you can really make or break you if you're taking this yeah. thing serious. Absolutely. And, 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 I, and I find, like, if your team grows, every if you grow with your team together, man, every, everyone gets to um, eat at the table, yeah. you know? And, and that's what keeps a solid team. Talking to my man, once again, Jared Williams got the new single, Reckless. We're going to put your ears to it in just a moment. Uh, before we do that, though, um, what's up and coming for you, Jared? What, what should our listeners be on the lookout for? Yeah, well, I've got. I've just um, booked a show this, this Saturday at Songbird Cafe in Los Angeles. Um, it's in off-Broadway. So um, the show's uh, kicking off at about 10 p.m. So if you're in the area, uh, you should come through and check me out and at the moment yeah just promoting my my single and and definitely trying to make make a run with some buzz in america for sure okay well go ahead and give out your social media real quick so our listeners can tap in with you yeah for sure my instagram is at jared official and that's spelled j-a-r-i-d official my YouTube is uh, www.youtube.com slash Jared Williams. Uh, my Facebook is facebook.com slash Jared Official. And my Spotify is just Jared. All right, my man, Jared Williams, uh, born in South Africa by way of Australia, now in Los Angeles, California. Brother, go ahead and introduce that new single for the people. Okay, my name is Jared. Uh, my, my new single is Reckless and I hope you enjoy it There it is, you're going to put your ears to it right now You're hearing it for the first time on the bandwagon radio Do me a favor, turn it up, let's go I got a good girl at home Waiting for me by the phone I know she don't want to see The way be pulling me Inhibitions I'm there to stop these bad decisions I'm so careless Never thought I'd be reckless You make me feel so defenseless Yeah, My girl is making me restless Oh, forgive what I'm about to do Cause baby, I'ma see this through You're so infectious, it makes me reckless Baby, you know I would be damned if I ever go solo But I'm about to risk this cause it ain't shallow Can't say it's too much swallow straight from the bottle I know this liquid confidence I makes know, me forget about I the know. consequences Baby, I'm talking Can't find any more I'm losing control I'm gonna give me intention. Intention. intention I just 
come to make these bad decisions I'm so careless I'm gonna give Forgive what I'm about to do Cause baby, I'ma see this through <laughs>